HD 107.9 Life. James here with you, back in the driver's seat for the first time in I don't know how long. And it's great to be back. We've got a full table of amazing, award-winning, every single one of them, <laughs> award-winning uh, announcers. Of course, the person who usually sits in this chair, Michaela Howard-Jones. <laughs> how are you? Very, very good. Is this because I took my theme song out of the desk button? You did. So, I, so I, that, that's all I had. I can't. There's only certain ones we can get. I can't do this. No, that's worse. But you think I, that's worse that than... Is, yeah, <laughs> I, don't I, mean, think, I think that's bad. That's ba- I mean, it's a little menacing, but that's okay. I'm okay with being menacing. Also joining us for the first time in a very, very long time, and we can tell that by when she walked in today to go, your hair's grown. <laughs> Usually a bit of a giveaway. ArchD award winner and Hall of Famer. Caitlin Davey. Ooh, that was a nice button. You like that one? Yes, okay. I did. I'm, I'm You've running got a out better of buttons button than I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello. So great to have you back. Yeah, it's been a while, definitely. It is. So we found out that today is now. These are now officially your days off. Kind of. Mm. Alternates between Wednesday and Thursday. Okay. Okay, good. All right, we need to work this out for more and more. We need to get you guys in more. That's very, very important. Yeah, I know. As soon as I saw that you were recording shows, I was like, me, 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 me. Fantastic. Yeah, looked really weird on the group chat when you did that too. <laughs> and of course, another wonderful announcer we have, award winner. Welcome back to three. Oh, whoops, that's, <laughs> that's changed. <laughs> And welcome back yeah. to yeah, Eliza Lovelock. Um, oh, whoops, sorry. <laughs> oh, I really like How that How about one? that one? Yeah, that was worth one. the wait. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Suspenseful. Great to have you here. I'm really keen to catch up with both of you about what's been going on. This is a really, I mean, it's a crazy time of the year, you know, beginning of like term four, the years kind of, you're, you're sort of, you're looking down towards Christmas going, do I start counting down the weeks yet? Is it time? <laughs> or will that just disappoint me? every week that goes by going it's just not happening it's a bit like a magic pudding of time you (laughs) cut a slice for those who uh, who are too young to remember the magic pudding so basically anyone born after 1900 anyone too young to remember the magic pudding they cut a piece of the pie and then the pie grows back that's why it's magic anyway well you could say that the year is wrapping up (laughs) speaking of wrapping up I've just got to say oh no I'll get into this in a sec that's cool we'll talk about like because I I had a birthday recently and just got given the most extreme unpredicted present and it's caused you know when you ever get given a gift but what it does is it creates a a heck of a lot more work for you to have to deal Mm. with it after that fact you kind of go I'm not too sure but it definitely has paid off finally and we'll get into that in a second Michaela (laughs) um, Howard-Jones Eliza Lovelock and Caitlin Davey, our special guest today. James, which one's yours? Uh, which one's mine? Yeah. Um, well, wow. Yeah. Yours be the one that you're going to do. Yeah, that one. There you go. Exactly. That's what you, you get when you, you leave You knew it was going to be that, didn't you? Because that was all that was left. I put them in the desk, James. I knew exactly what was coming. You knew as I was going along. You were like the equivalent of like card counting at a yeah. casino. You're like going. <laughs> You're like the, yeah. yeah anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, very keen to catch up with uh, Caitlin and Eliza. So, Caitlin, like, what's the year been like? The last time I think I saw you was actually at the ArchD Awards in April. Has it been that, was that April? long? That was April, dude. It was. No, I'm looking at 29th oh, of April 29th. at 7 p.m. Oh, yeah, we've got April. posters all over there. <laughs> <laughs> Posters we literally around. have. How's that? One, two, three, four, five. 
Yeah, we have at least five RHD Awards <laughs> posters around giving it all away. But yeah, end of April, so basically May. So what's what's kind of been like going on? You've been, is it basically like work study? I mean, I just bought a new desk. I'm pretty happy about that. Oh, a nice. new desk. <laughs> and Eliza Lovelock, you're, you're madly studying as well. Oh, absolutely. So how's all that going? It's really good. Yeah. Last night we performed at Living Choice. This is basically like for people who want to live on a golf course, isn't it? Exactly. Is that what it is? Oh. So it's at night time, so golf isn't a possibility. So they couldn't be like they're not just sitting there with their golf bags ready to go. <laughs> Throw the golf balls at them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, that'd be a tough heckle if you're. Yeah. Like. That sounds cool. Yeah, so I've been spending most of my time mm-hmm. dealing with my birthday present, which has yes, been a right. lot of fun. So my birthday present, which was a massive surprise, I was not expecting to get it, um, had to be shipped from interstate because it was there was none available here in South Australia. Golly. Which was this kind of coffee maker because I'm a bit of a coffee coffee nut, and is this thing called a La Pavoni machine? I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but when you see them, they're in cafes and they're the ones that you know you know you normally turn on a coffee machine and it goes. <laughs> And does that thing where it wasn't too bad actually? That was like, um, good. Good. That's really good. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to work on impressions at the moment. I never thought actually coffee machines was actually going to be part of my repertoire that was going to keep them rolling in the aisles. But hey, you never know. You can't predict these things. But um, uh, this is one of those ones. Instead of doing that, it's it's done on like a pump. So you basically put it in. It's like it's fully old fashioned. Like it's a hundred year old design, like an, an Italian design, where you basically put the coffee in the top, and the the water's in a big like boiler. And as it reaches the kind of pressure valve on it and everything else like that, once it reaches the like proper pressure and proper heat, you grab the handle and pull the coffee through the the, the head of the fun. water. Yeah. So and it's like they they make this point of saying. That you know, like, and we'll talk about this this morning, Michaela, saying mm. that the um that most coffee machines now it's all about the ease that everyone can have, like you know, cafe quality uh, coffee at home. Oh, you basically do it; it automatically grinds the beans, mm. and, and all go- and then it's a great coffee beans. guarantee. What about coffee pods? Beans aren't even part of it anymore. You just chuck in a pod, press go, and it's and done. What's, and what's in a pod, Perfect. Caitlin? David? Yeah, um, <laughs> grinded. Do you know grinded yeah. coffee? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Good. I'm glad we sorted that out. We can move on. So the um, uh, so, so it, it, it goes through. The, they make this big point of saying it, and uh, I was sending these queries back to the the coffee place afterwards, and them saying, you know, it's not making the coffee right and all this sort of stuff. And it says you do realise that the Lapavoni is a very unforgiving machine. <laughs> like coming, that's something that you don't really buy as a design yes. feature. You go, oh, I really want a machine that's unforgiving. <laughs> but it's taken me ages um, to come up with this. Um, um, way of you've got to get the coffee grounded exactly the right mm. fineness in order to get it right or else the water just kind of flows through and it's very watery. What you're describing sounds less like coffee and more like a magic potion, I'll be honest. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> it it's really almost does. like... Yeah. Isn't that what coffee it? is? Yeah, well, that is very true. Uh, so true, Caitlin Davey. But like, uh, sorry, so true, Caitlin Davey. Um, oh, dang. <laughs> So true, Caitlin Davy. So um, uh, the uh, uh, but it's it's like a hobby. Like people who do this stuff with these things, it's a oh, hobby. Really? You, you, you're a bit of a hobbyist for coffee making. Oh. But though, fortunately, I finally I've gone to all of these different places. Finally, there's this there's this place down on South Road called Patio Coffee Roasters, and they will they they know all about these machines and they can experiment with all this kind of stuff. So um, finally, finally, I think I've come to the point where I've gone. You know what? The coffee's now right. Is it the right um, grind? level and uh, I'm just loving it. It's just really, really great. And going back, I've got my other machine there as a backup yeah. and now I just go, <laughs> the depth of flavour, yeah. it's just not there. <laughs> 
critic turned you a little little bit of a coffee snob maker that machine mm. is you know what i think people used to call me a coffee snob beforehand and i used to go that's a little bit unfair because <laughs> you know i make coffee in a coffee machine at home yeah. i mean I, I think just it's safe to say that if someone does actually doesn't drink international roast caterers mm. blend powder that somehow they're a coffee snob yeah. i would i would say that's not correct i'd say that you like this i think this definitely moves you into like yeah. hardcore coffee now snob when territory. people call you that it's like yeah you know what fair Fair call. Yeah, fair call, fair call. Caitlin Davey and... Oh, man. (laughs) There we go. Eliza Lovelock. You're getting there. I'm getting there. I'm just... I'm looking... Trying to translate all of the things because that's locked in effects... Correct FX and, of course, law and order effects. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Other ones than. that are there. It's lovely to have these here. Now, whenever we get on the microphones to test the level every mm. time we do a show, we always talk about the same thing. And I'm always very validated when I hear <laughs> on podcasts like, you know, Radio Lab and things like that where they – which, by the way, if you're a coffee snob, <laughs> you drink coffee from a La Pavone. If you're a podcast snob and you say if, – if you say, I listen to Radio Lab but I'm not a podcast snob – you're kidding yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but they have this big thing always about, they'll, they'll do the, uh, can you hear me on the line? Yeah, can hear you loud and clear. Now, what, you know, testing the mics, they'll always do the thing. What did you have for breakfast mm. this morning? Because the whole point is that it gets you talking in yeah. your normal Natural tone of speaking voice. voice. Mm. So we do talk about the breakfast that we have. And, you know, we talk about it. And I'm always tend to be a little bit let down by generally how much people do eat for breakfast. But, yeah. the, like, let's forget for a second about what you did have for breakfast. No, let's – no, I'll take that back. Let's say we are talking about what you had for breakfast this morning. So, for you, Michaela Howard-Jones, mm. what was this? Uh, a latte with two sugars. A latte with two sugars. Mm, okay, yes. so what I'm going to ask you guys is I want to know what you had for breakfast and then tell me the most deluxe version – of what that would be. So if you could dream a version of that breakfast into life, what would it look like? Money is not an option. Okay. Location is not an option. Okay. So it's basically whatever you can dream, you can have. Okay. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Michaela Howard-Jones. Okay. I'm envisioning I'm in your kitchen, James. I'm having a La Pavone coffee with the press and the pump and it's all so beautiful and rich and amazing. And it just tastes like money, James. It really does. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a good answer? Did I do it right? That's a great answer. That's a great answer. And I appreciate the shout out to my La Pavone machine. That's very, very cool. And I like the fact that tasting something and you go, oh, that's delicious. I bet that was expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Caitlin Davey. All right, you ready? Yep. And go. So this morning I had a can and Pringles. So turning that into the meal that, of course, I would love There'd be a platter and there'd be Pringles spread out in a circle going in and in and in. And it's just a giant plate of Pringles and then drizzled all over top. Some kind of, I don't know, French onion sauce. But of course it's barbecue Pringles because no other Pringles compare. That's my dream breakfast. Okay. (laughs) Right. Barbecue Pringles with French onion sauce. So barbecue Pringles with French onion sauce. That's your dream (laughs) version. Money is no object. So you've basically gone to the supermarket, got the home brand fresh onion sauce and gone (laughs) all over the Pringles and gone. No, but that's a good setup too. This is this is what we're doing this for. This is (laughs) You know what, Caitlin, I hope for all of our sakes that the next segment of this break isn't and now let's taste all of these luxury. (laughs) This is if Michaela Howard Jones was acre this. This is precisely what would happen. You'd have it all out in the hallway ready to go. So be be thankful Michaela's not in charge of this. Why? But I want to eat it. Okay. And Eliza Lovelock. 
your version. Do you mind if we do that music again? Because it's Absolutely. just so super fun. All I'm right. so ready. Are we ready? Your ideal breakfast based on your – so what was your actual breakfast this morning? <laughs> Water. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I okay. really hope you have your imaginative hat on. Yeah. And here we go. So I'm at Fiji. Hang on a second. I just got <laughs> I've just now, now I've seen this this thing developing of going. You guys have got to put on the smoky. Voice. I know. I was thinking we're copying you in your deep voice. It's like obviously we can't do it too deep, or we're like, and in the moonlight, <laughs> or something like that. Can you do that though? Oh my god, that was good. Okay. okay, hang on. I need to prepare myself. <clears throat> Ready? That's your prep music. <laughs> I was so ready. Not really. Are you ready? No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Deep voice or no? <laughs> sure. Why not? Okay. Okay. Here we go. I'm on the beaches <laughs> of Fiji, looking into the water, looking at the sun, drinking my water that's in my martini glass with an olive on a skewer. The rim is filled, coated with sugar. Delicious. That's my breakfast. Unreal. No, but that was a good meal then. Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> Just in case you weren't aware, guy, it was really good. Okay, we got lots more coming up. If you've just joined us, we have just done a big deep dive into ultimate breakfasts uh, around the table that everyone enjoys. For me, what I have always, I generally have is I, I've, you know, for years and years I eat Weet-Bix. I've got this thing where I go, I can't have a, a breakfast that's too deluxe. I'll generally eat... Okay, porridge for breakfast. Mm. Okay, and I like nice. I, I have porridge generally. And one thing I really discovered, just from lack of having anything else, I would quite often do the cinnamon thing. But I actually find cinnamon and maple syrup is a great way mm-hmm. to have your porridge in the morning. It is just really, really beautiful. I don't know whether or not it would win any awards. If you did want to have porridge that won awards, however, <laughs> this is what it would need to be like. Well, it could win an Arch D award. It could win. <laughs> <laughs> the porridge comes out. I'd just like to thank, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like to thank oats and milk. Couldn't have done it without you guys. Uh, <laughs> most of us likely don't stray far from raisins and berries when it comes to sprucing up our porridge. However, maple syrup and cinnamon is much mm. nicer. But a savoury dish containing mushrooms and white wine has won this year's World Porridge Making Championship. This is a thing. That sounds okay. like a spaghetti wine and mushroom. mushroom. Okay. Uh, the dish is referred to as oat arancini. Made by Dutch food blogger Miriam Groot, 25, included vegetable stock, lemon zest, and pepper. I'm not too sure how this is going to go Ooh. in terms of – this sounds more like a dinner porridge. Yeah, you know those days when you go, I can't be bothered making dinner, I'm just going to have yeah. porridge? <laughs> you don't know how it's serious. Yeah. Okay, so arancini are stuffed Italian rice balls that are coasted in breadcrumbs and deep fried. Like we've had – you guys oh, yeah. have had arancini before, like mm-hmm. when you were out? Those taking part in the in – the, it's the, the golden spurtle is the name of this competition. <laughs> Spurtles. I will explain. Do you know yeah. what a spurtle is? No. I will go on to explain. You a better spoon say hold a, a, a turtle. <laughs> the desert you might turtle not, you in might disguise. A desert turtle <laughs> in disguise. <laughs> is now the time to plug the fact that you yeah. can now listen to all episodes of Desert Turtle in one place. We put them all together. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Those making up the top 10 including two Americans, two Australians, one cook from Germany, two from England and one from Scotland. And they each won a hand-carved spurtle, which is a Scottish wooden kitchen tool dating back to the 15th century. Oh, wow. Which has probably seen a lot of porridge action in its yeah. day. 400, 15th century. No, what's that? Five, 600 years. Of porridge making. I'm sad that it lasted that long and it's fallen out of popularity. I want a spurtle. Can we bring the spurtle back? What does it Thank look you? like? I don't I know. Just what know. What what it it's, a, like? it's, a, it's hand carved. Yeah. Yeah. That's does it look like a spoon? Has it got a turtle engraving? Like, tell me more. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> we demand more information, James. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like a splayed. Or a, yeah, or a, was yeah. it a, a, sp- a spork? Yeah. <gasps> a spurtle. Oh, Never best. again will people have to <laughs> look two places <laughs> for a turtle or a spoon ever again. It's basically like the turtle shell, but used as a spoon. Oh, yes. That's Deep a good as a turtle. One. I reckon that'll probably be it. So I won't even get, even pretend that I'm going to pretend this, say this right. But Conic McLeod, known as the Hebridean baker, which is basically like you know, as Scottish as you get, yeah. with a name like oh, that, yeah. you'd hope so. He was the joint runner-up with Aaron Leung, who was from uh, New Jersey. But no, Miss um, Miriam Groot, um, um, Dutch from Holland, she was the one who won. Only 25 years old. Yeah, wow. I mean, once, you, once you achieve that at the age of 25, do you just go, you there's go nothing else left? There. Yeah, I've done. What do you do? Open your own restaurant. Serve Ooh, porridge yeah. for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, yeah. and maybe exclusively dessert. Exclusively and midnight snack. With Open twenty four seven. Yeah, exactly. A twenty four <laughs> hour, yeah, twenty four hour oat restaurant. Yeah, everything mm-hmm. is oat themed, including the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's water with oat coated rims. Mm, exactly. Instead <laughs> of sugar. Yeah. Exactly. Now, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I'm like sporting some serious hardware here. Yeah, yeah I noticed. I, I was going to ask you for some after. Well, you see, uh, Caitlin Davey, I don't know if you've kept up with the latest news, and you probably haven't because you've been out of school while this is this has all happened. You graduated last year. Um, we now do ArchD Radio and podcasting as a course that we teach students in schools. <gasps> And when they achieve certain levels, they get these particular badges. And the reason I'm wearing these two badges, so we've got here, we've got three levels. We've got the Startcaster, the Podcaster, and the Procaster. That is a silver badge you can't see at this particular point, not because I don't have any yet. <laughs> no, not at all. That which is actually true. But in actual fact, um, this is now um, the uh, the students, uh, the year 11s and 12s at St. Mary's College in the city. They have just only recently in the last school holidays achieved their level two. And for level two... They essentially have to do uh, like a radio program podcast like what we're doing here today. So we teach them to, to get to that particular point. Then they actually release their own their own version. So nice. that at the moment is up on the School Life podcast channel. But we're going to have a little bit of a preview where they're talking about something, you know, a universal theme, which we all love, which is, of course, ice cream. Mm. So this is them having yes. a bit of a chat about this. Um, uh, here we go. Welcome back to Three Peas in a Pod. My name's Meg and I'm joined by Matilda and Therese. Um, we're going to be discussing what is the weirdest ice cream flavour you have ever tried. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, Therese, because you've told me a couple of stories about ice cream. I don't know if any of you have tried, but pickled mango ice cream. Is that like chutney, like pickled chutney or something? Yeah, it's kind of like chutney, that, but, but it's like, you. so how like you pickle like palms and everything, so they like make jam, but they pickled 
mango and they somehow made it into ice cream and I honestly thought because this was in a different country <laughs> mind you I only saw I was probably going to vomit for the next three days but it actually tasted really good like really? it had like little mango chunks in it oh and it had, it had like, kind of like a citrusy type of like taste to it so it, had, it must have had something else in it but it, the name of it was pickled mango ice cream did you have it in a cone or was like in a cup oh, i had it in a cone big question oh, big oh. question oh I'm sorry, that was a bit of sass there <laughs> i had it in a cone i am because it was like but it was the best thing in the world like oh. it actually tasted so good and i had just woken up so i had breakfast we had walked around oh. the village for a little bit and then we went out and got ice cream oh, and that's i was lovely. like that's I what i needed it was 30 degrees i needed that um at saint mary's here we've actually been having some science week celebrations in the previous term and one of the big ones was joining up teams with the chemistry girls and the and the food and hospitality girls in year 11 and they decided one of the big things they were going to try and make was a fantastically different ice cream fa- flavors oh no now you'd think this was a fun fresh idea it didn't go down so well um <laughs> the girls they decided they were going to pick the flavors and they tried lavender and honey which isn't too bad if you ask me that oh. sounds nice it though. does it does sound nice it did not work in their favor oh, no. i must say <laughs> Um, well, with, the group of girls, with the group of girls doing it, put the year 11s in the kitchen, you'd be a bit concerned. <laughs> um, and surprisingly enough, they also did an onion flavour, which somehow or other turned out better than the lavender and honey. But it's onion. I know. Would it have been like a caramelised onion or something? Like, yeah. Honestly, no, it had, they chopped up. They chopped up onion and put it in there. So they literally just got oh. a knife and chop, 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 chop. Yeah. Imagine and eating like this, it, this oh no. ice cream and then go, oh, that's a bit of onion. Yeah. I have to go wash my mouth. Yeah. Oh, imagine. I would like, I would have like buckets of peppermint just, yeah. Just Next question <laughs> though, was it red onion or brown onion? Oh no. You know, no, no <laughs> I could not tell you. Um, I don't think either would make it much better. <laughs> onion ice cream. <laughs> I know. And onion I don't know about cream. you guys, but I like pickles. I like mango and I like ice cream, but that's a food combination I never needed to know about. <laughs> but also it, the chunks. I know. That got me. No. I was yeah. just like, about to do that thing. The gesture you're making yeah. is like pointing towards your mouth and then a circular motion. Circular motion. <laughs> yeah. It's about that time, guys. Kyle okay, Jones. <laughs> I don't know, it makes me what can more, I say? more and more terrifying every time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I see um, the fear clearly written across your face. Caitlin, yeah. Caitlin Davey. Yes. Uh, great to have you back on the show. Congratulations again. We haven't officially said congratulations on being RHD Radio 2021 Broadcaster of the Year. Oh, yeah. Well, if it's been that long since we've seen you, isn't that crazy? We haven't even spoken to you since then. How was that? Congratulations. Because like, like, there was that moment, there was that, and then there was the Hall of Fame moment that happened as well. What was that like? I haven't really had a chance to touch base with you since then. I'm hoping it was so good that it's overwhelming you. Yeah. So, so that might, I mean, was it like that, that moment leading up to the, and then you heard your name called, yeah. what was that? What was that moment like? I remember I was sitting there and I had two minds. No, I had two minds. I was like, one, I was like, I better be called up this year. I'm always nominated. I never get called up. And then the other half of me was like, don't get called up. I don't want to go up there. I've been up there heaps. No more. No more. I got called up. And it was just like, uh, yay. Uh, was it uh, like overall positive? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> positive, yeah. I was just like, I've been up the stage heat. I've got up with a sign on my back. How much more embarrassment can I take? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'd walked up and my dad goes, oh, 
You had a sign stuck to your back, Caitlin. <laughs> and you know I what? Remember that, yeah. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin's laughing about it, so we're allowed to have a chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> Time is fast. Did no. you really have a sign? You didn't have a sign. Right, I did not know that. Yeah, because yeah, a sign on the chair the was like reserved for Caitlin. No way. And you know what? I was I was front row because I had some announcing bits. Mm. I, was, I was front row, and as you went up, I just went, "Oh God, no!" Because I put them there. I was the one who put the reset, and I was like, "I really hope this doesn't become my fault." But you know what? You handled it so amazing because that was one of the first awards that you won. And then when you went up at the end to give another speech, you went, "And thank you so much for everyone who pointed out that I had a sign on my back." So you, you recovered amazingly. I was completely. But. Well, the thing is, I never would have because I was standing kind of there you side w- stage I would never have seen the sign <laughs> no. so you probably would have said but I was still jittery from this like right from the the whole <laughs> the night I was yeah. jittery because yeah. at the start the way that my um uh, the presentation didn't work issues had to come out on stage <laughs> going go away put the lights on <laughs> But it was a really, really good night, though. It was, it was a great It was night. really good, yeah. Yeah, oh, thank you. I had so much fun dressing up for it, though. I know, I yeah, it was amazing. Mm, so, yeah, so we've got to, as we move towards next year, we'll be talking more about that. But, of course, next year it's all going to be very, very different, different and very different. Mm. Arch Awards is going to be, a, a, you know, it's, you know, it, it will look, I, mean, I still want it to be that red carpet, like that really special thing. So that, like mm. visually it will look the same, yep. but every other part of it will be completely different. So just, that'll just be crazy. Disco <laughs> Please, 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 can we please do that? I do it as a disco thing? All yeah. right, let's yes. see what let's see what we can do. I want to wear groovy glasses. Oh yeah, and the flared pants. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, wonderful. And uh, Eliza Lovelock, of course. Thank you very much for coming. Also, RGD Award winner this year. What was that moment like? You won for uh, was it on the mic senior? Yeah, is that what you won? So best person on on a microphone, um, senior female. What was that moment like? It was really, really good because I was sitting there and I was like, I'm not going to get it. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I got caught up and I was like, ha ha. And then I was scared because I was wearing high heels and I'm like, mm. I might fall over and might make mockery of myself. <laughs> At least you didn't have a sign on your back. True. But then getting up there as well, it was, it was quite good. It was a surreal moment. There's well, nothing quite like the Capri of being on stage and looking out at that magnificent theatre. Oh, yeah. It feels like the Oscars, honestly. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear us on RGD Radio every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to 107.9 Live for more of your music and we will see you again soon. Bye. 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 Bye.